Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. I am Command. I'm Mopar. I'm Mopar. <laughs> We're Mopar. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are Mopar. Episode 73 coming proud, at you. Proud of you guys for turning this on. Don't you feel lucky? You get to listen to us again. It's happening. 73rd time. Dear God. <laughs> Sorry. It's a lot of times. No, I was actually uh, looking at the hard drive that I have all of our stuff saved on, and we almost have a full terabyte of stuff. Units of audio. That's more than people have space on their entire computer. We have of just our voices and beer and... All right, guys. <laughs> it's a bunch of that. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. If you're live with us on Twitch, hello. If you're not, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello we, again. We are a Star Wars comedy podcast. Um, you can go to our website, roguesquadronpodcast.com, and check out all our extras, including Fanboy Commentary, where we chat along, shit along, and drink along to all of your favorite Star Wars movies, including we our most recent was the Batman films in the 90s. Late 80s, early 90s. Your favorite Star Wars movies, including Batman. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. We ran out of Star Wars, obviously, since there's only seven. And then, yeah, we did uh, the 90s Batman films by Tim Burton. Well, and Joel Schumacher. And Joel Schumacher. Yeah, Joe. I'm not going to even make up a name for him because just don't don't do it again. Those movies weren't worth it. Unforgivable. (laughs) But you can go over there. Also, while you're listening to this, if you're subscribed on iTunes... Well, if you're not, subscribe, and then number2.com. Go and give us a rating and review. <laughs> .net. .org. Dot, I was going to say that one. Backslash and forth. Dot .gov. .info. Dot .info. <laughs> I haven't gone to a dot .info in like Ever. two decades. I've never gone to one. I think I have. This guy making up stories. I don't remember. Back in college for a class, maybe? By accident, I think. Whoops. <laughs> Oh, man. But you, yeah, please, if it helps us out a lot, especially on iTunes, if you want to give us a rating and review, even if it's two stars, the one guy sounds like a jackass, the other guy sounds like a smartass, and I like I don't like it. <laughs> but the music's decent. It's a good combo, man. Two out of five. I like that. So. Five out of five for the music. Yeah, so thank you. We would appreciate that. We also just recently launched our Patreon page. Yes. If you want to throw a few bucks our way, help us upgrade our equipment, make more videos video reviews we're gonna be focusing on video so we're not yeah. only gonna be uh an audio podcast we're gonna be doing extras uh doing live events mm-hmm. um and we're gonna be filming all that and bringing it to your eye holes not only your ear holes <laughs> so uh we're gonna be uh what well, we have hired and or are working with a videographer a videoist <laughs> videoman <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're we're gonna be working on that, and hopefully, yeah. um, we'll get. Well, I don't know. I just <laughs> also, I lost Twitch my streams of uh, Battlefield Four. You know, we've raved about our favorite game, so that's coming soon. And then uh, it also will help 
put on our live events that we're going to do. The next two big ones that we have coming up are surrounding Rogue One, which releases in December. So if you're local to Columbus, stay tuned for that. Details forthcoming. Yes. But so yeah, that's can, what we what, what, what we be doing with our with your money. Yeah, and you can check. <laughs> <laughs> you can give us your money at patreon.com slash rogue squad pod, just like all of our other web addresses and websites and usernames. We have a diff- we have a tiered program, or you can just go on there if, if uh, you just want to give us a couple bucks a month, help us out. Yeah, do it. It also pays for our beer, which we, if you guys didn't know, do a beer review every episode. So it's not just us drinking; it's part of the show. Yeah, it's required. It's a strong. That's the cornerstone of our every episode. I feel so. Every one of you needs to submit ten dollars a month so we can drink weekly a great craft beer. Many great craft beers. All right. So before the beer review, though, you know, we always want to give a little preview. Main thing on this episode, obviously, you could tell by the title, we just saw Suicide Squad. I know we're a week late, but we reviewed that uh, film just recently, and we are about to do a full review on that. We also have more info about the Han Solo movie, which we haven't talked about in a while, including thoughts and speculation on who might play Lando, if Lando will even be involved in the movie at all. We don't know yet. Spoiler! Speculations. So we're going to chat about that later. Mm -hmm. What else? I don't know. Fucking beer. Let's open this shit. (laughs) All right. Let's do it. So uh, Magic Hat is not the uh, smallest or most local of breweries. It's kind of well known now. But we did only one Magic Hat so far on the show. And I think it was bad. And, and yeah, we didn't like it. And I was, uh, I don't know. Magic Hat has been one of my favorites for a while. It's like one of the first awesome craft breweries that I ever uh, that I ever tried. <laughs> Tommy <laughs> I just choked on my own spit. Tommy um, Boy and I were big fans of it for a while, but I feel like it's gone downhill unfortunately. No, it was you and me when we grabbed a, a mixed bag of magic hats. For I thought review? it was you and I. No, we, you came over to play some Battlefield or something and we we grabbed a whatever the fuck they're called, mixed, I don't remember. mixed box sampler. Sampler. And we, there was only one of them out of the whole thing that was drinkable. Really? Yeah, we couldn't. Yeah, I remember uh, it was the number five or the number seven nine. Or nine. Nine. Number nine. I I remember specifically though that Tommy Boy was the first one to bring over some number nine back in college. So he started it off. Um, but yeah, I used to love them, and they're just not. Uh, they haven't been itching the scritch lately, which is unfortunate. So I want to just give it another shot. I saw this was an IPA. And it's a grapefruit IPA, so we're we're winding down in the summer months very quickly. Mm -hmm. So we're midway through August right now. It's called the Electric Peel. So it's somewhat seasonal. I I guarantee you this is sold year round. Well, maybe not. (laughs) I guarantee this. Probably not. (laughs) In the same. Well, I was just thinking in the sense of it being Magic Hat. They're large enough they can do stuff year round. Yeah, but you know some of those beers they don't go year round. They do. They still. They have a few staples, you know. Most breweries like that. These guys are out of Vermont, mm-hmm. Burlington, Vermont. It's true. Home of Bernie Sanders. Oh wait, it says Burlington, Vermont, and Rochester, New York. They probably just opened another an extra brewery. Um, speaking of, somewhere. New Belgium um, opened up another site in Asheville, North Carolina, recently. I don't know how recent. I just noticed it like a few months ago. But yeah, New Belgium, one of our favorites. Where are they at now? They have another site in. Uh, Asheville, North Carolina, the home Ash- of Asheville, Dust Town, New Jersey. No, <laughs> Asheville is like a hip spot in North Carolina. It's like Austin I've, or Portland. I've never been. I there. think that's where motherfucking BT Bam is from. No, I think it is North Carolina. 
Yeah, I know. That's what I said. <laughs> God damn it. Before we drink, I want to con- confirm. I'm going to do BT it. Where BT from? BT Band. Uh, by the way, Between the Bear and Me, for you guys that don't know, we are just obsessed with them. Raleigh, Southern Capital. Never mind. Close enough. Got the state right, at least. Jesus. All right, man. Come on. All right. Smell test, sniff test. It's a peel. Drink so you can wake up. Electric peel. Grapefruit. IPA. Smells exactly like you would expect. Citrus. Mm. It has like... Mm. I can smell the grapefruit. Someone like the New Belgium Citradelic. It's like a tangerine IPA. I can't smell the tangerine. I have to taste it. This, though... Smells refreshing, but I, for whatever reason, I feel like I'm gonna get a headache from drinking it. <laughs> I don't. I'm not a big fan of grapefruit, but when it's flavored in something, it's fine. Yeah, because it's not that. But I don't like 100 percent grapefruit flavored stuff. So neither do I. Zero out of four. Okay, it's the citrus isn't overwhelming. It's really dry. I don't mind it though. Like if you have <clears> grapefruit <throat> juice, you know that it's dry. True. So it's like an IPA, which is already a dry beer with dry freaking fruit zapped into it, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just not what I expected. Like, yeah, it definitely sits on the back of your mouth. Oh, man. Have you had the uh, Heavy Melon by New Belgium? Same thing. Or no, that's a watermelon one. Was not a fan. This is, uh, this is interesting. Magic hat. <laughs> Magic hat, what are you guys doing? Lost their pizzazz. You did lose your pizzazz. Forgot to do the spirit fingers before dumping the hops. <laughs> Six years ago, I was like, they were my favorite for a while. No, this isn't bad. I don't, I don't. No, it's not bad. We haven't gotten really into it. Um, the only citrus I'm, I'm tasting is the grapefruit. So I don't, right. I'm not really getting any orange peel or anything. Because it is called electric peel. Well, I think it's the peel from the grapefruit. Well, fucking get rid of that. <laughs> um, there is a little bit of floral notes in there. Not as much as I'm used to with an IPA. Probably because it's being swarmed by the grapefruit goodness. Uh, I'm looking for a description on this, baby. I do not see I couldn't that. find anything. The one that's on the bottle is about the brewery itself. This one says, <clears throat> an electric IPA with citrus hop flavors amplified by grapefruit peel. There you go. 6.0% alcohol by volume. It's uh, f- kind of throwing me off with the electric part because it's like, what's what's so pizzazzy about it? That's a, oh, a I phrase, get it. the electric feel. Look at it. Well, it's a plug. based on the name. It's an electric ball. plug. They you tried. ever heard that phrase before? Electric feel? No, what's that for? It's like a phrase. I've heard it. What's the electric feel? I'm... Feeling the buzzes, yeah. like when you're when you're buzzed. Electric feel. I know it's a song, but I, before that, I thought it was a phrase or something. Electric feel. Man, maybe it's just a song. What do you call that? Phrase. Phrase. Um. Nope. Okay. Maybe they named it after uh, MGMT. It's one of their songs. It's actually a good tune. Who knows? But yeah, that's the name of the beer. It's uh, not blowing me out of the park. No, definitely not a three. Definitely not zero, though. Struggling between one and a two. It's true. Mm. I feel like this should be a tad more refreshing. Yeah, it's like it's almost so dry that it hurts a little bit. <laughs> it's like painful to drink. It's so dry. Uh, yeah, so anything with a peel or citrus, I feel like there should be a, a tad bit of refreshment in it. Yeah. And this is, there. I mean, there's beers out there that, you drink and you're not planning on being ref- like refreshed 
it like takes part of your soul with it, <laughs> like stone. But, yeah, but I mean, you know, it's gonna happen. But yeah, it's this on the, is it's on the bottle. You, Arrogant bastard. Yeah, but, you're gonna be dead. But this is like, especially with the electric thing, like you said, it's like you're gonna get revitalized. Go back out there and play some baseball. Yeah, it's not a bad taste. The dryness is overwhelming, like we said. Uh, overwhelming. I'm not an over, overly big fan of grapefruit to begin with. Um, I just wanted to give Magic Ad another shot. I'm going to slide to a one. Not giving it a third shot, though. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to go one. For IPAs, let alone IPAs with a citrus infusion, there are much better options than, than the Magic Hat. I would go for the Citradelic by New Belgium, Tangerine IPA. Um, and that Anderson Valley that we had, the grapefruit, whatever it was called. The goes? Yeah, that was good. That one was an IPA, though. was an IPA, but if you want that citrus flavor, that injection, if you will, I would go I wanna, for that. We'll have to ask next time about, like, in what part of the process do you add, like, the peel or the citrus or stuff like that, and how that affects it. Like, mm-hmm. if you add it earlier or later, how prominent it is. Mm. You know, when we were at the brewery on Thursday, we never talked about that. He explained he, the process, but I don't. I never. I forgot to ask. Like, so when you add the ginger, if you're making a ginger beer, right? I never well, they even do the whole about preparation it. of physically making it a beer, and then it gets filtered through all the other stuff. Is what mm. what I got out of it, but I don't know when or where. We'll know more when we take an actual tour. Yeah, hopefully we'll film that, and you guys will be able to take the tour with us. No, it's gonna happen. Yesterday, it <laughs> happened. I don't remember it though. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with the one also. One star for Magic Hat, my yeah, ex favorite brewery. Electric Peel. Mm, electric. Uh, hardly peel. even clever. <clears throat> it is kind of. It's somewhat of a cool looking box. All their boxes are always cool looking. Thing. Their boxes are better than the beer. The art, yeah, puts a little pizzazz into it. Makes you want to buy it. Well, this is going to be a depressing fucking episode. <laughs> we're going to be talking about Suicide Squad, and we'll get to that. But we start off with a one All out the of three. we were looking forward to just let us down. So um, if you don't feel like crying by the end of this shit, yeah. you should probably turn, it off, turn us off. <laughs> and then give us a five out of five on iTunes, please. Yes, awesome, please. <laughs> yeah, uh, so a uh, quick rundown of a rating system. It's a zero to three system. Three stars is best of the best. Favorite beer. Awesome goodness. Two stars is a great beer that deserves your attention. One star is worth trying. So what we have now, it's not terrible, but don't go out of your way to look for it. And zero stars is to avoid at all fear cost. of death. Don't do it. So I meant two. Two or three. We've had two zero star beers. You and I have both gave something a zero. Chili and the pickled Santa. Pickled Santa. No, you gave you. I swear to God, you gave a Kentucky Barrel one a zero, and oh. I gave a Kentucky. But they were different ones. That Ryan guys that we had with next time. Yeah, I remember. Tasted like a garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> I remember specifically whatever. Maybe something about the aroma, but I like. I was like, this tastes like my garbage. Last time I drank my garbage. I didn't drink my garbage. I smelled my garbage, man. I didn't. I didn't. All right, so uh, jumping into the Susa Squad. You're going to talk about, um, talk about Han. Let's, Still a chance what, to save anything, Han. Anything happened over the past week? No. Rogue <laughs> One trailer came out. Oh, fuck. Yeah. 
We recorded a reaction video, so I forgot that we even need to talk about that. Well, we talked about it, and we recorded it, and we just haven't done shit with it yet. Yeah, so first of all, go watch our reaction video (laughs) (laughs) to Rogue One, which came out late night during the Olympics on Thursday. Is it Rogue Squadron Podcast on YouTube? Uh, It's... The Rogue. username is Rogue Squad Pod. Yeah. But if you right. search Rogue Squadron Podcast, you'll find us also. It's, it's just yeah, us so it's out there. It's on there, and then you can find it on uh, Facebook. If you go to our no. Facebook page. Yep. No one has our name, so you can find us. Yeah, so we did that on video. We haven't done that on the podcast. We should, for all of our non-visual listeners. Um, it was yeah. incredible. It, it was uh, stunning to watch. Um, the action was cool. We got to see... A little bit of these new characters in like action sequences, and mm-hmm. it was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a refreshed breathing from Vader. The back of his head looks shiny as ever. Um, his intern's been polishing that shit. We get to see AT-ATs in battle with a rocket to the fucking head. It was a lot of good things. We got yeah. to see a new uh, planet, supposedly. Looks like it, yeah. With that like citadel up on that uh, what's the plateau? Plateau. Yeah, was the na- the that word. was the opening shot of the Star Destroyer. I was just hovering over that <clears throat> Death Star eclipsed a sun. That was fucking sweet. Yeah, that was one of the best shots. Everything. I wonder how detailed the way you said that Vader's helmet looks shiny reminded me. I wonder how detailed they're gonna go with the connection between the beginning of Episode Four. Because if you remember when Vader walks into Tana Four, he's fucked he, up. He's all dirty and like scuffed. I wonder if he's like shiny and beautiful and then he's chasing these rebels down for like weeks and he just like finally at his last straw and he gets on the Tanner 4 and is like about to kill Princess Leia. Yeah. But he holds back. I wonder how I just wonder how many connections they're gonna make. Hopefully millions. He comes, yeah, he comes straight off of a desert planet, go and then starts chasing the Tanner 4 and he doesn't That's have what time I'm to thinking of. bathe. Like he maybe kills some of the people that are gonna be in Rogue One, or they finally get away, they hand off the plans to Leia, maybe, and then he's just like, Oh shit, she has him. Let's go. My daughter. What? There's got to be there's got to be a decoy where he like chases one thing down, but the plans went the other way, and Some, somehow they end up in Leia's hands. Something like that. She happens. puts him in the white and blue tin can, the trash can <laughs> that walks around. It's a droid. Oh yeah. By the way, something like that happens in Tarkin, the book. By the way, R.I.P. to uh, Kenny Baker. Yes. Speaking of R two, that happened Friday. Yeah. Or yesterday. Friday. It happened Friday. I was at work. So, uh, Kenny Baker, who was the mm. actor of R2-D2, mm-hmm. he surprisingly was 83 years old. I had never realized. I knew he was old, but damn. Actually, I'm not going to do CNN. To get out of here, CNN. So, <clears throat> Kenny Baker. He, he was, uh, I mean, he made the most lovable Robot droid and anything. I mean, everyone knows who R two D two is, even he, if you're not a Star Wars fan. R two might be the most lovable character that doesn't speak a single word of dialogue. I mean, he speaks in his way, but for someone that is like a there's little, no English, yeah, yeah, like he's probably the most lovable. Brought R two D two to life. It's true. That's very sad, man. I remember watching the uh, com or the uh, behind the scenes, and they're always interviewing him. And George is just yelling at him, Kenny! Just <laughs> that's how George yells, Kenny! Make R2 happy. And so he like shakes, like, and he like dances inside Woo! of him. But you can like feel the energy. It kind of shows through the, oh, absolutely. the outer shell. But you know, 
Yeah. He's like, what do I do? Smile? And he just started jumping around. He's like, perfect. Done. Yeah. Three feet, eight inches tall. He died when he was 81. I thought it said 83. 81. Yeah. 81. Interesting. I've seen different numbers then because I went back. What year was he born? 30. Um, 38. 35? Yeah. Look it up. Kenny Baker on Imdaba. 34. 1934 to 2016. 81. Okay. <clears throat> I think I was wrong then. I think I put 80, 83. Um, I love that his known for on IMDb is all Star Wars posters. Yeah, man. That's sad. He really did have a huge part in Star Wars. Like R2 and 3PO are some of the most recognizable characters in the whole saga. And beyond. Yes. So, I mean, he obviously didn't act him in a Clone Wars or anything like that, but I mean, it's he created a, a character. Come, yeah, it came from him. Yeah. So so rest in peace, Mr. Baker. It's a shitty year, man. <laughs> yeah. How many people well, have we I had? Mean, like Star David Wars was Bowie. Made, and, it's about to be the 40th anniversary of Star Wars, so that's going to keep happening, unfortunately. Uh-huh. It's like we've been saying about like our favorite like classic rock bands. Like, you know, David Bowie passed away, Prince. It's just going to... Ozzy. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people. It's just going to keep going. Ozzy's barely standing anymore. Guys, don't do it. Ozzy started a new reality show with his son. I watched a a few episodes. Is it good or no? I mean, it's not good, but it's Ozzy, so it's entertaining. (laughs) I feel like he's still up and moving. He's barely. Barely. He's old, man. He's almost... I almost fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Look look, uh, how old he is. I want to say he's almost 70. Ozzy! 69 right now. Age 67. 67. Yeah, supposedly he's, he said he's going to tour into his early 70s, and that is fucking crazy. I mean, when, from what I've heard, when he's on tour, he's or when he's on stage, he's perfect performer. And when he's off stage, he can't speak. He's Ozzy. His loved ones know what he's saying, though. Oh, yeah. Well, he does it with his son, Jack, and you just hear him mumble. It's almost like Don Vito. <laughs> and then you, and then have you the just have the subtitles, and yeah. John knows exactly what he says right away. That's funny. But uh, the one episode I did see is uh, Jack, his son, forces him to go to San Antonio because in the 80s, Ozzy supposedly pissed on the Alamo, and he got kicked out of the city for 10 years. Oh and they hated him there um, So they went back like this year And made their peace But Ozzy was scared He's like dude those people hate me I can't go back there <laughs> That's There's ridiculous gonna be a story riot. Yeah That's ridiculous But well, uh, We're gonna move on This is a sad episode Sorry guys Ozzy's hilarious what the fuck Ozzy's you hilarious But Kenny Baker passed away One out of three One out of three stars Suicide We saw Suicide Alright let's go One's do... still four months away <laughs> Episode 8 Still 16 months away uh, Let's go to what What do you want to talk about Ham solo <laughs> Ham duo Steak duo Stop I'm done <laughs> <laughs> So we uh, We've talked about When they were trying to Narrow down the roles For the Han Solo, I just said Han again. The Han Solo anthology movie, which is kind of his origin story. I think last we chatted about it, they had it down to six. 
But finally, at Celebration London, which was about two weeks ago, they announced, and I will show you if you're on Twitch, you can see it. Alden, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Where's it at? Alden Ehrenreich. Einreich. 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 There's an extra R in there. Ehrenreich. Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich is going to play young Han Solo. Um... I don't. He doesn't stand out to me from when we were looking at the first, the first selection. I remember his face. I kind of do. I mean, for me, it's not as much about the looks. It's about the style. About the style, the way he carries himself, and the voice. Um, I mean, yeah, you could find a lot of people that look like Harrison Ford. I mean, all you gotta do is brown hair and have a like a a decent sized jaw. Yeah. And that's about it. You don't have to. I mean, it doesn't have to be everything perfect, right? Um, I wonder how tall he is. So, because Han, well, what? How how tall is uh, Harrison Dodge? Harrison Dodge. I don't know, man. Man, he's up there too. He's sixty-eight. No, he's not. Jeez, he's seventy-four. What am I thinking? I can't do math. <laughs> he's seventy-four. He's six foot one. Oh, okay. So he's well, like an a- inch or two taller than average. Um. Yeah, like I said, I gotta, uh, I gotta see him on on camera before I know anything else on screen. I should say. Interesting uh, tidbit that they said here on this article too. They, uh, he was the first person that auditioned for the part in the first place. Literally the first guy to audition. That's funny. Wonder how much time and money they would have saved if they were just like, you know, that was perfect. Let's do this. Yeah, I know. They always have to, you know, double check. Start filming sure. tomorrow. We're actually gonna release this movie <laughs> next year. Fanboys would have been pleased. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm definitely excited for that movie. Anything that's going to include, well, we hope is going to include Chewbacca, I will be excited about. So they have chosen a Han, but the question remains, is Lando going to be a part of this? And if he is, who are they going to cast to be a Lando? Yeah, good question. Um, should we even like remember the EU storyline at all? Is it similar? Are they going to include any of it? Of what? In terms of how uh, Han and Lando met originally. How did they meet? I don't remember. I don't know that. I'm just saying, I remember you always talked about how Han used to be a stormtrooper, blah, blah, blah. He met I'm Chewie. I'm not sure how accurate that is. And I, I, don't think I, it, I don't think they're keeping it anymore. I don't know how accurate that is. Because I, I searched that up later on and I couldn't find where I got that from. So Goddamn changed it. Well, either I read something <laughs> wrong or I was hurt. Or I heard something wrong, but yeah, supposedly that didn't happen. He was never a stormtrooper, so I don't know his background. Yeah. Um. So back to Lando. I would. They seem to be old buddies, old pals, old, old buddy, old pirates. Um. So I would hope that Lando makes an appearance, if not a major one. But in terms of the young Lando Carizian, I feel like the first um, think person they're looking at is Donald Glover. I kind of like uh, how Lando refers to him as a, like he goes back to his old employment. Mm-hmm. Han, you old pirate. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, what if, what if was he, he was a carpenter? Han, you old carpenter. Han, <laughs> <Like, what? laughs> you old doctor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, oh, man. Glover is. Chewy, says, you old business analyst. <laughs> <laughs> the old hedge fund manager. Oh, okay. So Donald Glover um, could play Lando. Of course, anyone could play anyone. I don't mind it because he kind of looks like he has a swag to him. He's got them calm eyes. Reportedly, you know, it's a frustrating thing. Like, I love talking about this stuff 
And I guess this is just the news article version of what we're talking about right now. It's like nothing's confirmed. They're just like, oh, this guy could play Lando. Let's chat about that for a little he's bit. An <laughs> he's an actor and he's black. And he's black, so he could play Lando. <sighs> yeah. And he's young enough. I uh, think he's got a, a good look to him, though. I yeah. think he's, he looked like he could have some space swagger. Again, it's less about the look and more about, you know, especially Lando. He's got to have that swagger to him. Well, swindler. I'll be dead. No good swindler. <laughs> got a lot of nerve coming here. Um, yeah, so there's really no news on that. We just kind of kind of talk about it a little bit. Uh, he's in something else, and I cannot freaking remember what it is. But I heard the name. I thought it was uh, Black Panther, but that's not right at all. Let's find out while we're here, because why not? Oh, he's in a musical. That's not what I remember him from. Mm-hmm. Magic Mike XXL. He's in the next Spider-Man movie. <clears throat> oh, man. He's in the other Spider-Man movie. He's in Martian. Who was he in the... Oh, that's the TV series. Oh. The Voice. Keep going. You're only in the 13. I know. I'm trying to work on it. 30 He's on Community, but I've never seen that. Girls. Muppets. I don't really watch that. 30 Rock. No. Um, Robot Chicken. That's good. Man, he looks so familiar. I'm missing something. I have no idea. Yeah. I did the same thing last night. Have you ever uh, watched the, the show uh, Shameless? Oh, I just started it, actually. I just started it yesterday. It's really good. It's hilarious. I love that show. But the uh, Steve, the creeper who meets the, the oldest daughter in the in the bar, kind of creeps on her. Yeah. They fuck in the kitchen, like the first episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, da-da-da. Um, that guy, I kept looking at his face. I'm like, I know that actor, and I did the same thing. I looked it up, couldn't fucking find anything. Nothing. I didn't even know the name of a title of any of the other movies. I was like, I have no clue. He looks nope. so familiar. He does look familiar, man. Like, really familiar. <coughs> oh, well. <clears throat> so we'll see what happens in May 2018. The That's movie the is supposedly supposed, supposed to, to be based... Out. Well, obviously, it's based on, like, Han and his upbringings, but it's supposed to be, like, how Han met Chewie, specifically. I would hope so, because that's, like, the biggest part of his life. I mean, you would assume so, and you would assume uh, they'd throw a Lando bit in there. Yeah. And maybe they were rivals at, like, a young age. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, yeah, like, they were, they were like, going it against against each other, opposing pirates, or they were trying to, like... Opposing pirates. Yeah. Like, he was trying to steal something Lando had or some shit like that. Opposing like, their pirates. organizations were opposing each other. You know opposition. what I'm going for? Oh, yeah, an opposition. Opposition. Opposing. <laughs> and then they... Uh, opposing. They I'm just picturing like... friend each other. An opposing pirate. Like, I'm wearing blue, you're wearing red. Arr. I have a sword, you have a shield. <laughs> and we just oppose each other. Why would I only have a shield? I yell yes, you yell no, and then... Yar. I, I can't swim, but I fly, and you can swim, but you can't fly, and we're opposing. Oh, okay. I'm really smart, <laughs> and you're... Um, yeah, so I'm excited for that. I, the, I think the reason I'm most excited... Is that Lawrence Kasdan wrote this one? He's a guy that wrote Empire Five. Yeah. So, Did he write six too? Actually, I'm not sure about that. What a good time to have IMDb currently open. I'm a goddamn computer, Lawrence Kasdan. Let us find out. He did, and he wrote episode seven. I remember when he. Uh, I was listening to some behind oh, the scenes stuff. He wrote stuff. the uh, the. Uh, Indiana Jones movies, too. Mm, looks like it. Or at least one of them. I remember when I was watching wow. some behind-the-scenes stuff, JJ was talking about, or someone was talking about, how he was working with them to write seven, 
And he already had ideas and ideas and ideas for the Han Solo uh, movie. So he seems like the perfect guy to write that. Like, he I, just loved the character. And I actually heard that he wrote that first. He wrote the Han Solo movie before he wrote The Force Awakens. Because he was so excited about it. it. He was yep. so excited about it, and he already had the idea. So he's yeah. like, well, I might as well write this and get it out of the way because I don't want to forget anything. That must have been it, what I heard then, yeah. That's crazy. That makes sense. There's so much. I... I Oh, another thing we can actually talk about. We have to talk. I supposedly there's gonna be at least there's talk of a Star Wars show. TV show? Yes. They've been talking about that since goddamn 2004. That's gonna be bad. <laughs> it's gonna be an issue. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be watered down. Depends. If they're going through because they talk, said they talked to ABC. Can't do it. Go to Netflix. Go to Netflix. And fucking do it right. Go to Netflix. Please don't money grab. <sighs> Please go to fucking Netflix and just get it done right. They should. Well, Disney owns Marvel, and the Marvel stuff on Netflix has been great. So there's no reason for them not to go to Netflix, you know? Maybe they're just testing their avenues. You got to test it, I guess, but... It's a bad idea. You just... You cannot do it, what you need to do on net, on network No, television. it cannot be primetime. It cannot be... Yeah, it, it just needs to sit in its right rightful spot. Maybe go to HBO. That's the only other one that I'll... Ooh, yeah. HBO could do it very well. Showtime could probably do it, too. Fuck that. And Netflix. Netflix. So the three things that aren't... Basically, just don't put it on goddamn cable. It can't be on cable. It cannot. But they're... Unforgivable. Doesn't ABC... Maybe Disney Disney will just buy ABC and just change everything. No, I don't think they do. I think ABC might be bigger. ABC's fucking There's humongous. some big like cable conglomerate that owns a lot of those networks. Like Viacom or something owns all those things. I can't remember. Was it Viacom? Or Turner what, uh, or something. I can't remember. Viacom was the evil base of One-Eyed Willie in Austin Powers. One-Eyed Willie? What the fuck? What was uh, Dr. Evil? Viacom. Uh, yeah, he, his, his company was called Viacom in uh, Austin Force Awakens. Austin Awakens. <laughs> I swear it was Viacom. Oh, man. It, it's something really, really close to that. It says it right there. Uh, <laughs> it did. I saw I saw Virgicon. Virgicon. Yeah. That's so it's close. It I wonder if they were doing that as like tongue in cheek, making fun of Viacom. I guarantee it. Yep. Actually, I, I could do to watch that movie again. It's really funny. First one is really good. Second one. It's decent. Third one's bad. Okay. <laughs> hey, the, make fun of the movie. beginning of the third. Yeah. Anyways, I was gonna go on, but I haven't seen it forever, so let's just uh, pass that up. More Beyonce butt cheeks would have made it better. Oh yeah, she was in the third one. Forgot about that. Foxy lady, Foxy Catwoman. What the fuck was she called? Jive Turkey. Foxy. Her name was Foxy. Foxy Cleopatra. Oh god, I forgot. How I? How can I forget a name like that? Oh, man. All right, so are we going to get on the main topic? Jesus. I really don't want to. Let's do it. So, we saw... and I saw... Suicide. Movie. Wait, squad. (laughs) We saw Suicide Squad today. Homicide Uh, It it took us a week. We listened to the reviews. We listened to the ratings. We tried not to go in with a bias like that. I, I really wanted this movie to be really, really good. I was excited going into the movie for the characters because mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about any of them except for like the Joker. Really, outside of that, like I've played video games with the Croc in it, Harley Quinn, 
I know who she. I mean, she was in the Dark Knight Arkham games, the Arkham games, Arkham games. Yeah. Um. Outside of that, I don't like Dead Shot. I'm not. I don't know anything about. No. Um. He's just Croc, Deadpool, I, but not funny. Well, and he has no superpower. <laughs> yeah, they kept talking about the, that group of people as uh, metahumans. Metahumans. Not all of them. Harley Quinn is not a metahuman. That no. shot's not a metahuman. No, it was pretty much just Croc, Diablo, and um, the bad girl. Katana? Yeah. No, she wasn't. Oh, you're talking about Empress? Em- Enchantus. Em- Emperantus? <laughs> Emperatus? Empress's new body. God damn. I got it, but (laughs) that was a far, far fetched idea. Um, So let's, let's. Anyways, yeah, so you're excited about the characters. I feel like I did leave the the Rotten Tomatoes review at the door. It's like I went in excited with an open mind. I kind of left it at the door too much. Like I was, I was really looking for uh, positives. Um, Because it's unfortunate because I really wanted this one to be good. It, it, okay, we'll get into it. All right, we're so gonna we're gonna we're it. gonna break this down into a few different sections for you. A few different sections. So, we're, should we keep the character development in, or just say characters overall? Because those two things are very different, and the one was very good, I thought, and the other one was not. I think they are different. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna break this into five different sections, and then we'll give it an overall review or an overall rating. Uh, so we have it: characters, the plot, the character development, the music, and the action. So let's start off with the characters. We'll start off with a good note. The characters in the movie were great. I liked most of them, yes. And what I'll say that's included in the characters is the acting. I liked Will Smith as Deadshot. I did too. Uh, Margot. Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. She was even much better than I thought. Oh, yeah. I kind of had some reservations about that. And I know she's a great actress. um, And I've seen her previous work but she's never pushed it to that far um, with the exception of like one bad line I feel like she was really really and good that's not something that's up to her you know right? It's, she's forced to say these words but uh, no she was great and she does just the mannerisms antics, the mannerisms that she does yeah the kind of like dancing the playful it, that's the key word was just playful and she was like psycho but playful about it yes. so, and that's Harley Quinn in a nutshell for me um, Croc, I mean, he was a simple character. He didn't talk. He said maybe five words the whole goddamn movie, which <laughs> yeah. is fine because it's Croc. And it that's fine. I liked it. Um, physically, right. I thought they looked great. Yep. Um, we thought about, were, um, keep going. Pe- people were pissed about Harley Quinn before they saw the movie and they said, oh, they're just trying to sex her up. And where's the original Harley suit that from the animated series? I'm glad they stuck that in there when she opened up those, that box she pulled it out and she just kind of like looked at it and danced and then she yeah. was put something else on because it was fucking hot outside. But uh, it well, was also a tad- it's 2016, right? Yeah, true. It's 20 years later. It was a tad too sexed up, but I'm not mad at that, obviously. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we'll we'll talk about how much. Uh, I mean, there was just Goodness. like a, an explosion happening in the background, but the forefront was just an ass cheek, and it's just like, <laughs> come on, like I get it. She looks good, but keep 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 it going. Um, um, Captain else? Boomerang, yeah. who had the worst name of all time, I actually ended up liking him a lot. Absolutely, he was awesome. Um, he was the badass rogue character yeah. that you Aussie. know, Aussie. Drunk Aussie. <laughs> Aussie. I can't Drew remember who that they brought in this dude for like a second, and they were like, he, he can climb any anything. 
It's like great power. And then he he, he died in like five seconds. I don't remember his name. Me neither. Um, Native American. Diablo man. was cool. I swear it was a guy from Joe Dirt. Yeah, the firecracker <laughs> yes, guy. Yeah. Um, Diablo was cool. I liked his character. The katana. She was pretty cool too. Yeah, it's just we'll get into the character development that's a little, little bit. That's but, different. Yeah, but the, the physical characters look great. I'm glad they were all in there. The enemy empress, enchantress, enchantress, and her brother. I can't do it. I, I liked enchantress I totally, by, by herself. I totally checked out on that. Uh, enchantress herself, I liked. It was a cool character. What she did was kind of outrageous, but the actual character is cool because it was just like she. Um, what am I looking for? Exorcism took over body possessed. possessed. Yeah, she like possessed that girl, and it was just that's awesome, and it's a cool like sorcery power. Yeah, it was and creepy. then when she took over, she could cut. She was the spell witch thing. Yeah, and I I like it was that. cool so and the creepy. Character, yeah, the cool creepy character whore. <laughs> I think my issue, and we'll get in. This is also a part of the plot, so maybe I'll wait until the plot to get into that. So, moving on, um, the. Navy SEAL guy, whatever his name was, his his character was kind of. I I want to say that was his acting. I feel like the they character could have been. It's like they had the villains and they had the main government lady that was running them, and they needed something to kind of fill the space, and they threw him in there. And I don't think he looked. I think I thought he looked great. I thought he fit the character. It's like a. I I, I think it was maybe his acting that I was wishy-washy on. Maybe the words, you know, the script that he was forced to say. Maybe the reasons I don't like him has to do with the plot and the character development, which was scattered. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the other thing that I didn't put in our rating system was kind of like the movie itself. Like how the filming, like the shots. Cinematography. I'm adding that. Cinematography. The cinematics, the cinematics, cinematic crunch, cinematics. So the next thing in line here is the plot. Um, this is obviously it's in the title. It's a spoiler review. So if you haven't seen it, hopefully you already turned this off. Otherwise, you're gonna have the movie ruined for you. Or you maybe wanna, we'll save you a couple bucks. Do you want to do the plot last? Um. Well, we did characters. Let's do the character development. Okay. So everything I loved about the characters. I totally lacked in development of the characters. Yeah, so all the characters that we saw, obviously we said we liked, but there was very little backstory. There wasn't very any, like even hidden gems to show like, oh, Captain Boomerang once was a drunk or something. It was just, there was no emotional attachment for me to any of the characters. We didn't mention uh, Jared Leto's Joker in a a character. As a character, yeah, because he wasn't a main guy. Um, I liked it. I liked it. It was a stretch, I think, but I, I didn't mind it. I, it was I, kind of a stretch, but it fit the tone. The style they were going for, it fit the tone. Yeah. I was, I was thinking on the way back, it's like, we talked on one episode about how the, there's the anarchist, the gangster, the psychopath, and what's the fourth one? Clown. The clown. Jared Leto's going back to the gangster joker. So if you think of what, I mean, a kind of a gangster drug lord pimp would be in 2016, plus a little bit of psychopath or a lot of psychopath. He was about the craziest one. I feel one. like he fit that 100%. He was the craziest one because he his mind would change in an instant. Yeah. Like when he was that 
pimp in that strip club. Yeah. And that dude talked about Harley like she was the one hot bitch. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you fucking think so? Come on over here, bitch. Fuck you, boom! And he just like, <laughs> call my shit a shit, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, spoiler! <laughs> but, uh. I already called spoiler alert. But yeah, the development, the backstory, the reason that they're doing what they're doing. Deadshot, we got a little bit of it. Deadshot, by the way, if you've seen, you know, Deadshot and Harley were kind of like the two main people. So we got a little bit of it with Deadshot and his daughter. You saw half a scene about Diablo with, with him. How, it was a how flashback. He killed, yeah, yeah. How he killed his family. Nothing about Croc. But nothing we about we, Boomerang. We don't know how Croc, Boomerang, or Diablo got their powers. You said Diablo mentioned that he was born with it, but I don't specifically I, remember yeah, that. Yeah, said, I would, but I, since I was born, I had these or something like that. Um, character development as far as Harley, why she's even a fucking part of the squad... I was kind of thrown off because everyone else is kind of a metahuman. She's uh, just a crazy girl. And with what she's going, what they're going up against, a chant enchantress is like a fucking demigod. And she could do whatever she wants. And it's just her with a baseball bat wearing makeup. That's Yeah, I didn't think that was a good matchup. But even the even the character development for the villains, for enchantress. There was none. There wasn't any. Like, why? Well, where do you come from? Why do you have these powers? And why do you all of a sudden want to take over the world? And or destroy the world or what the fuck you're doing. And since when do you have a brother? <laughs> yeah, that, that it was all kind of thrown together. Like she went evil because humans were kind of fucking with her and they had her heart and she got mad. Okay, fine. And then by the way, I have a sibling and he's a big fucking oaf. But I don't even know what the fuck to call him. I'm mad. I have no idea. <laughs> Your face. The villains were, were looking by, for a word. I was like, I didn't know how to describe it. The villains were by, not villains, because everyone's a villain, but the antagonists were by far my least favorite part of the movie. And going into the movie, I had read a, a review, and it said the the antagonists were the, the bad part, the poor part of the movie. Right. And I was trying to just hold on to dear life, just like, come on. Don't be that bad. Oh, she's got a fucking brother who's 10 feet tall. Oh, no. They're goddamn pharaohs. <laughs> That's what they looked like. That, no, yeah. I was, as soon as, yeah, I, I checked out a little bit towards the end. Did we did we give our rating for the characters? Oh, yeah. So we're going to rate every section of this out of 10. Out of 10. So with characters, we're going to start with an eight. The characters themselves were great. They were solid. Um, I'm glad every single one of them. Out of the main, what, six characters were, were good. The black woman, I don't know her name. The evil oh, the government, government lady. lady. I don't remember her name either. Hated her, but she was a great character. Yeah, that was exactly the point. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm, we're, I think we're going to sit on an eight for the characters. Yes. Uh, character development. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna sit on a four. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of stuff up in the air. There was a lot of stuff left, kind of just in the haze, like the whole backstory to the antagonist. Uh, please say a fucking word because we don't we didn't we don't have anything. Right. She just yeah she's the strongest one and we've got her heart. Oh shit, she's mad. She brought her family. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. That's the summary. <laughs> and like uh, you mentioned on the way back, like when. Joker rescues Harley, and then she falls out of the chopper, and the chopper crashes. He's your entire life. Like, you're not even going to go look for him, first of all. And second of all, you sob for a little bit, and then meet up with your friends, and you're like, all right, let's do this. Back in the fight. Yeah, that was a, a big, cringeworthy part. As much time as they spent flashbacks with Harley and Joker, like, she didn't even go try to see if he's okay. 
Yeah, and I think that's nothing to do with uh, Margot. No, it's not at all. It's part of the plot. Yeah, they she just, has no control You'll just that. sit on a car and cry for a second, and then you join back up with everybody and yeah. everything. No. If anything, I see Harley Quinn taking herself out. Yeah. If she can't get her Joker back. Yeah. So that was a huge plot hole. I did not like that. So character um, a four. So, yeah, we're sitting on a four. Uh, let's move on to a couple high points, somewhat high points. Uh, let's move on to the music. I actually wasn't as big of a fan of the music as you were. I liked it a lot. But there were like the Eminem spot was I I was confused. Honestly, was the word that I, I like. I liked the song and I liked what was going on, but I'm like, they didn't I fit don't, at all. I don't know. No. They, uh, it, was, it was like thrown in there just for I, people know this song. We'll throw it in here. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Suicide Squad is one of those movies. I don't know if there's a term for it, but it's half score. So there's actual music written to what's going on. And then half they throw popular songs in there. We got kind of a like lot a, of like classic rock, like Bohemian Rhapsody and Fortunate Son, CCR. Well, it's kind of like uh, Rolling Stones. Olympics of the Galaxy or whatever the fuck. It's Guardians. Yeah. How they have just, it's kind of intertwined. It goes back yeah, and forth. Yeah, but Guardians did it really well. The, but the music itself yeah. was good. I thought the music itself was, was good in yeah, this, except for the Yeah, but you can't talk Eminem. about the music itself when you're talking about film music. Because it's not supposed to be music itself. It's supposed to be amplifying what's going on on screen. Were you paying attention to the actual orchestra parts? Some of that was okay. I thought it was good. There was yeah. parts I was... because. I was pay, trying to pay attention to the music, and when there was not a popular song, I was really trying to pay attention because that's really kind of the action scene that means something. Yeah, and you could tell by the music. And no, I, was, I thought the score was good. I, didn't I thought think it was. The, I thought the placements were bad. I thought yeah. the songs were not in the best of choices. Um, and I was really hoping for less of a dramatic epic score. With the, what we got from the trailers, at least what I got, kind of fast moving, was more popular. of a. Like, uh, more of a, like, a quirky, like, it's violent, but because of, like, Harley and stuff, it's also, like, playful. Like, we don't give a damn. Like, I was expecting those, like, classic rock songs going on while they're beating the shit out of people. They Not, did. like, dramatic, they, like, they played Black Sabbath song. Yeah, they did. They did. But I was expecting more of those classic rock st- type stuff and less of the actual score. But I didn't hate it. I You put a seven. I, I was going to put, like, a six. I'm okay for with music. Six. I'm okay with six for music. So official rating for our the music of Suicide Squad is going to be six. Uh, we'll move on to action. What did you think of the action? I liked it. Don't um, try not to put characters to it. Just put what the fuck happened. The action itself. Yeah, I feel like it was exactly what a superhero action scene. Some slow mo shots should but be. The, shit was exploding. We got the the. A couple. It wasn't many slow mo shots, actually. They uh, cutting the the zombie dudes in half. There was a yeah. few slow mos, but that's kind of more the cinematography. Zombie dudes on a Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> but um, there was a couple helicopter crashes. Um, a lot of people were killed. Um, there wasn't a. I mean, part of the action that wasn't that good. Well, I don't know how to how to say that, but the the sorcery thing that was happening—that's not really part of the action, but it was on screen happening. Right. Kind of confusing. There was no structure. I don't know what the fuck. But the physical action was fine. Um, like when her shot brother was, came to life in the subway and just started like grabbing shit and yeah. building his body out of that. Like that was. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. 
It doesn't make I, sense because I, like, I don't know anything fucking about it. Yeah, it doesn't. Just but the make physical sense. action, you know, yeah. he's running around, shit's blowing up. True, true, true. true. Uh, that subway car comes in and he start just starts fucking like inhaling it with his <laughs> yeah. shit. Um, so I th- I thought the action was good. I'm actually I think I like gave it seven. an eight. I'm gonna give it a seven as well. Yeah, seven. Seven what was your for favorite the action. action. It was weird because there's it was kind of a struggle watching like Harley Quinn get into the action when she's not. A metahuman. I mean, she's beating the shit out of people. The baseball bat. She didn't use her hammer. She pulled it out. She didn't use it. She could. Yeah. Well, it's she not as both. mobile. Yeah, it's true. Where's she gonna? She don't have pockets. She don't even pants on. Where's she gonna hide the the mallet? No, she was holding her own. The best action scenes. Well, not the best. I shouldn't say. Never mind. I just I just really liked when she was when the guards were attacking her when she was still in prison and she was fighting them off mm-hmm. when, when they were like charging in on Deadshot when he was in his cell. The best action scene in the movie was Deadshot when he was on top of that car and everyone on the, all the military people just stopped to watch him. What? (laughs) Because he was taking the entire army of live dead zombie pharaoh people. Stop. Dead zombie pharaoh people. (laughs) We said that. Okay. Batman's cameos were cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like Batflick, so I'm fine with it. I, I love it, but I'm, the way they implemented him, I think, was was very nice. Which was just one scene, and then the the cut scene at the end. Two scenes. Uh, he arrested Deadshot, and then he was chasing down the Joker and Harley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they crashed in the river, and he saved Harley. And Harley ended up kissing him. Yeah, <laughs> I th- I don't think she's alive. So funny. <laughs> and she kissed. That's hilarious. Um. So now we get to the plot. The plot was a, the cornerstone of every movie. Yes. <laughs> so you've got everything else built up. Everything's written. Let's just put it on the screen. Uh-oh. <laughs> they didn't do that, I don't think. I heard, uh, we a, do, I heard a lot of shit about them doing reshoots or revamps or this, fixing this. We didn't get to the cinemato- cinematography yet. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, so there was good, very good points to the cine- cinematography, and then there was just... It, what happened to it? It didn't so, follow. And, it didn't, wasn't continuous. No. So how it started off was, and this was like the lack of character development. It worked a little bit, but as soon as you saw uh, a character pop on screen, they would do something fucking cool. Sorry, we got somebody in the chat room I forgot about. Oh, Astro zombie photography. Hey, man. What's up? So the cinematography, yes, going through. So at the very beginning of... Suicide Squad, how they were setting up the characters. They they uh, they would show Harley Quinn. They show her do something badass, basically, and then they would have a fucking like cutscene with neon lights and and flashes, and it would pause at one point, and and it would bring up a title and what all the crazy shit she's done and who she is. That's fine. And then like during that, looks during sweet. A, I like, like it. during other scenes, like shortly after that, it would go into that weird neon flashy. Highlighted. They look every. That's the only word I can think. It's like everything's highlighted. It's accentuated. It's somewhat Sin City, but with like it's flashier. Yeah. Um. The, the opposite of Sin City, kind of. Yeah, actually. Um. But that was cool, and I liked, I liked that. And I thought they were just gonna move with that, and they did right. that with for every character. Right. And they did that in like the cool character development scenes, which it was just kind of look at her beat someone up, kiss Batman, highlighter. Um. <laughs> But it was it was kind of cool. I was hoping they would have just pushed that further. Why don't Why don't you just like when when Harley 
and the Joker are interacting. Perfect fucking time to do it. Yeah, I thought that we we're going to continue that. I got when that popped or up, I got just like, like flashes. Like if you were head of if you're Harley and I'm Joker. <laughs> but you know that scene right before she she's Man, still doctor. Nice ass. <laughs> Damn, I want to feel myself up real quick. Um I got a nice ass. Uh, but that that time where she she gets pushed into the vat of no she chemicals or whatever she jumps on purpose. But you kind of see her become like mentally yeah. during that scene. You can yeah. kind of like see flashes of her crazy. Right? Why don't you fucking do that with cinematography and just like flash and just kind of like highlight half of her face and or like put that crazy makeup on her like a flash? Yeah. Come it's on. like they did it and then they didn't keep doing it. It doesn't didn't make any sense. Yeah, I they set it up very well. The first the first half hour was cool and flashy and that's and that's how all the trailers were. It was all yeah. plastered, flashy, accentuated, and it just after a half hour, okay, these are the characters. Now everything else is gonna suck ass. I was gonna get really serious, except for a few one liners by Harley. There was other forced I can't specifically think of uh certain scenes, but there was for cinematogra- cinematography yeah. as far as I think Deadshot was shooting a bunch of stuff and then out of nowhere it went to just a slow motion of seeing shells drop. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, I know he's shooting a shit ton. <laughs> Can we move on? <laughs> I don't know. Certain If the whole movie set up like that, fine. Like 300? Yeah. That's the whole movie. That's, right, how, that's right, what right. you want to see. But it was just like, this dude's shooting like crazy and then just like, whoa. Here's whoa. something I really hated. At the end, Army guy hands Croc a bag of dynamite. Croc's about to throw it into like the Egyptian magic fucking machine, and Deadshot's gonna shoot it and blow it up. That entire sequence took like two minutes. Yeah, like you literally just supposed yeah. to chuck it, boom, blows up. Like first of all, him handing it to Croc took like twenty seconds, <laughs> and then Croc had to wind up like he's doing a fucking <laughs> shot put, threw it into the thing, and then Deadshot seeing like. He's fucking tripping on acid, seeing visions of his daughter, and then like he had to get his gun out, reload it. That took so long. That was so stupid. And there were parts during that battle that, God. like, some of the characters were interacting, yeah. and they had to like explain stuff in a so like, hey, Croc, take care of this shit. You're gonna throw it over there really slowly, and yeah. then we're gonna, and I'm gonna shoot it. Just like, just fucking give it to him. We know what's trying to happen. I was going to say, good cinematography means you don't have to explain shit like that. Yes. Like, you just see it on screen. You know what happens. (sighs) Okay. Um, We haven't even talked to the goddamn villain yet. The, the The bad, bad part. The bad villain part. So, I equate... I equate... This movie's along the lines of things that are happening these days, like Jurassic World. Like, you start me with Jurassic World. I like what's going on. Get some nostalgia, whatever. I'm seeing things that I like. Let's fix a Jeep too. It's uh yeah, it's yeah, it's it's familiar. I like it, it's what I expect. And then about halfway through, you start getting into ridiculous shit. Like we're gonna have this dinosaur and he's gonna like he's gonna go invisible and hunt this shit. It just gets he's too outrageous. <laughs> and then That's you bring back like the T-Rex without just wrecking the movie. When the enchantress got her brother's spirit or whatever. And took over this other guy. I was like, all right, fine. That makes sense. Let's get her brother out here. She needs a teammate. Whatever, whatever. And then her brother just started fucking grabbing humans and subway trains. And, like, he built his own body out of, like, 
He grabbed everything that was around him he and like built up, like, a body up. It didn't glowing, make any sense. Dude, he had like glowing Daedric armor. Yes. And he was running around <laughs> smithing like, shit out of was, human bones. And then all of a sudden she had this Cleopatra headdress and she was like, had a fucking energy tube going up out of the fucking Grand Central Station and she was building some Egyptian magic machine. Did you not feel like it was like in the middle of a goddamn Ghostbusters movie God with the fucking man, tube of energy? All. Yeah. And she, I thought it was Ghostbusters. As soon as that happened, movie. I was like, all right, this was it's just a check out. I wanted man. to like it. I, I like, really wanted to like I it. I liked the character, but it was just I really like I wanted to like it. And if 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 everything went according to her power and her brother's power, yeah. it should have been Enchantress chokes the living shit out of three of them and her brother kicks the other two and then they take over the world. Well, isn't her power possessing people? When she explained yeah, it, did didn't she her? say like she, just, she possesses people she and whatever? Turn into dust. But what would have been cool is if she would got to a certain point where she was like jumping out and possessing different people. Ooh, like something like that would have been really cool. And you wouldn't know, like leave all that doctor on the ground and like possess like Harley for a few minutes and like have her start fighting oh each other. Oh my god, that would have been a mind fuck. So I thought the whole antagonist of the movie was really, really, really stupid. Um, the way that they brought it about, I think, was kind of dumb too. Like, what do you mean? It, like, I think that's that lends to the bad editing or whatever that people talked about. Like it just didn't make sense what was happening. Like she's the black lady from the government, I can't remember her name. She's putting the squad together. All of a sudden, Enchantress escapes, finds her brother, and like starts zapping energy. And then they go back and they're like, We're gonna, you know, try to shut down this terrorist operation in the middle of the city. Like they I just feel like it was all disjointed throughout that. You know, second, third, and fourth, fourth of the movie. <sighs> Astro Zombie in the chat room says, "A normal bad superhero movie. I see once and then forget about." I'm gonna have to see it again. I the fit the fact that the characters are cool. It was the funniest DC movie I've seen, which isn't saying a lot because there's only three, <laughs> but it was by far because the uh, yes, Harley's Man awesome. of Steel actually is a, a more of a serious movie. Mm-hmm. He's got little little pricks in, in the funniness. Um, Batman vs. Superman wasn't fucking funny at all. People were dying left and right, but that's fine. And then this movie, Captain, ba- Captain Boomerang was making... Dude, I loved Captain Boomerang. He was awesome. But again, they didn't carry that fucking aesthetic through the whole movie. They totally dropped the ball on that. They could have yeah. they could have carried that through like Deadpool kind of. Not as outrageous, but kind of that borderline between like... I really shouldn't laugh at this, but it's funny. Charlie Quinn's beating the shit out of people. And like they could have carried that through the whole thing. I feel they just they just stopped. They could have went a little more brutal too. They, if uh, a couple of the villains tried to break off and just you know what, fuck it, I'm getting out of here. But if they if they like broke loose, they're all gonna die. The one guy did remember. Well, that's Boomerang set him up. Did you did you catch that Boomerang was? Setting I didn't him think up. he set him up. Yeah, absolutely, he was testing it. Oh, I see. Because he didn't that. really run. Boomerang didn't actually run. He said, "I'm gonna run." You're gonna get out of here too. And he said, "Well, he did. He just I'm really said, good at climbing stuff. So, oh, yeah. I climb. That's and my then, power. I climb and things." Then Boomerang threw something and got pinned up against the wall, and the guy tried to climb, and boom, right in the air. And he's like, "Well, because he told him these things in our neck aren't even real. You, I'm gonna get out of here." <laughs> and that's when he saw that thing explode. He's like, "Shit, yeah, sure." So let's uh, cinematography. We are gonna give that. I didn't even put a number yet. I'm going to give it a five because the beginning gave me hope. It gave me – it helped a character development this and I was hard. excited for it. Yeah. 
The action scenes were decent. Some of the slow mos were seemed kind of forced, but it was overall okay to decent. So I'm gonna give it a five. Well, this is the har- the reason it's hard to rate is because like I love the first half and I hated the second half. That's what I'm saying. So it's I'm, ha- I'm really bas- hard to rate. I'm kind of basing it off the good half. It gave me hope. Five is fine. So cinematography is five. Plot. We said we. I think we skipped over plot. We uh, we're gonna give that a three. Yeah, it was not. It was not a good plot. So three is the big one dragging it down. Character development's also dragging it down. Um, action, music, and characters were pulling it up a tad, but because the plot was so bad, it really dragged it down. Uh, I think official Mopar rating is going to be a five. Official commander rating is a five. Entertaining, but not good. Characters are cool. Oh, I've got a quick. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be Suicide Squad in one sentence. Sloppy plot shows cool characters going to battle with the aid of Harley Quinn's butt cheeks against a 10-foot glowing pharaoh and his younger sister who went unpunished as a child. It's really funny. That's, that's all you need to know. And that's... Uh, and you can wait till Blu-ray. Rogue Squadron Super Short Show. Oh. <laughs> we should. What if we... All right, so for overall rating, I know we just said five, but what if we pulled in the beer scale? Like three, go one. see it in theaters right one. now. It'd be one. Two, buy it on Blu-ray. One, Rent see it, it eventually yeah. or wait for Netflix. And zeros, don't even bother. I'd give it a one. Give it a one. I'm more comfortable with zero to three. It's I don't have to stuff, think is hard. Because what would you give characters from one to three? Or is it from zero to three? Well, because I don't know. <laughs> That's no, hard. No, I'm talking about overall. Okay. But because if you think about like Batman vs. Superman, Civil War, Guardians, I would all give all those three. I might give Guardians nine. I might give Event Civil War like eight and a half. Batman vs Superman eight. But at the end of the day, it's like go see it as soon as you can because it's fucking awesome. Go see it and buy it. No, go see it now in theaters. Oh, okay. Two is buy, buy it, it eventually. One, one is rent it. Yeah, or see it once. Netflix. Zero is steer clear of the shit harmful to your health. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so mad it wasn't that good. I was really man. looking forward to this one. And and I, I'm telling you that the crazy cinematography at the beginning gave me hope. I, like, know, I, I was, was like, getting yes. ready. It's like, this is kind of fucking weird and goofy. The and- description, when the uh, the lady was giving the description of all the prisoners, I love that part. The shots in the jail and everything. Like, there was more fucking development between that one guard and Deadshot than there was between Deadshot and his daughter. True. Like, I loved all those parts. But then they just didn't continue it, man. Probably because people were saying they went back for reshoots and stuff. Like they changed stuff halfway through because they were worried about critics and stuff. My, you guys got a fucking twenty percent anyway. So, yeah, good job. Actually, the uh, the (laughs) reviewer ratings were much much higher. Yeah, the yeah the viewers. Yeah, and they they were up like seventy seventy five percent. I think was the last time we saw it. Uh, And that's really pushing it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I would not have. I would have went. 50, probably. Um, there was something else I just wanted to say. Did you forget? Talk too fast. I uh, I was going to say, <sighs> not to compare apples and oranges, but if we think about Marvel Cinematic Universe, DC Cinematic Universe, do you think that they're seeing what Marvel has done and they're just trying too hard to catch up? No, because Suicide Squad was way in its own league. The, that idea of a movie of putting all villains into one movie, dude, Batman was a a blink. It really was its own movie. 
But do you, but Batman I mean, or Superman? In well, terms of movie. like, they could have taken a couple single character movies and then did. Do you need that? It's Batman, and they already did it for Superman and Wonder Woman's coming. So I know, but I just think I don't. I don't know. I think trying to your third universe movie with eight main quote unquote characters. How many movies are you gonna have to make before that, though? Not all of them. Not not all eight name, characters name two need of their own orphan. movie. Deadshot and Harley? Harley Quinn. They need their own movie. I just would have preferred a Harley Quinn Joker movie. That's all I need. It would have been cool, kind of seeing that. They could have. Yeah. I don't know if they. No, are. I'm com- just no, saying. Like, I completely agree. If they did a Harley Quinn Joker movie and it showed her slowly being not possessed, but like. Twisted Stockholm by the Joker. Syndrome. She got Stockholm syndrome. What is that? I hear that's that like all the time. when you're a prisoner of someone, and then over time you begin to understand, like you sympathize. You, you, think you like sympathize with your captor. Yeah. Yeah. I would have rather see that. And here's one thing about the Joker too. I liked his style in this one, but I think for him just having a cool cameo, he had too much screen time. And on the flip side. He didn't have enough screen time if he was supposed to be like a main influence on Harley's character in the movie. Like he was in this weird middle ground. Like I didn't have enough of him if he was supposed to be a big influence on Harley. I mean, we saw flashbacks and shit of him. Well, I mean, she cried on top of that Chrysler 300 for 30 seconds about it. It's true. About him dying. You noticed the Chrysler at least. (laughs) I saw the tail light for a quarter of a I don't know. I just, I don't... uh, Wanted it to be good. I'm I probably really wanted go it to be good. I'll I will probably buy it at some point. I won't. Honestly. I won't. I'll rent it. I uh, I just I hate to be. I mean, it'll be in the five dollar bin next twenty weeks. I'm torn on saying certain th- on certain things because like I'm not a huge comic buff, so I don't know a lot about those characters. I don't know a lot about. I want to know more about and DC. Want to know more about? I'm just like. DC just <laughs> I don't think it's DC's fault because they made Batman vs Superman. Everyone hit shit on that, but I fucking loved it. Wait a second. I, I owned it. So if you're gonna if it. you're gonna give them glory for BVS, you can't say it's not their fault for Suicide Squad. You can't have one without the other. Well that's what I'm that's what I'm telling you. Like if you're gonna shit on that, then make sure you give them credit for Batman vs Superman as well. well. Of course, but we you also didn't like Man of Steel. So they're I one just don't for like three Superman. right now. Superman. I think Man of Steel might be better than I take it. And I've only seen it once. I understand that. Um, I just... I think Marvel has has an easier job at it. One, I don't think there's as much pressure. Be- well, because of their earlier success. But they also have... Their- I don't want. I'm not trying to shit on their characters, but their characters don't have as much development and as much full timeline of content. Batman's been alive for so fucking long. Cap's about the one exception. Cap has been alive for a I long was going to say, but Iron Man and Cap each have three of their own movies. And I would say two out of the three Iron Man movies were not good. Like, I love Batman versus Superman, but I kind of feel like we could have gotten a few Batman movies first before that. Well, I'm also kind of happy. There, It's a love-hate, so I'm happy that... Maybe we'll get a flashback I was un- I was unhappy with Doomsday, but I'm also happy that I got that shit out of the way and I- they didn't have to waste a whole movie on Doomsday and me hate that entire fucking movie. Yeah, but at the same time, that's what the comic book fans would say about Ultron. And that they hate Doomsday. It's like, that's too big of a character for you to get rid of in half of a movie. 
Doomsday. That's why people hated Avengers too. I don't think Doomsday lasted that long, anyways. Well, you, but you know, the general sense, yeah. Like Ultron was too important of a villain to just get rid of in just one movie. Should have been like a trilogy of Ultron shit. Well, that's, that's I don't know the expense of Marvel. They can get they could literally get rid of like two characters right now and still push this another like eight movies. <laughs> I feel that if Batman or Superman would have died, there goes fifty percent of goddamn DC. They've put more character development in their... They put more time and character development in their characters than Marvel does. I'm not taking away from the characters of Marvel, but that's just kind of how DC does it. You get into the nitty-gritty and how Batman slowly goes crazy. Sympathize. He almost gets his own Stockholm Syndrome with the enemies because he's just like... I'm kind of... I am them. You know, we're all fucked up in our own way. Man, we've we've had five Spider-Man movies. And he's in, he's in Civil War. I think I've, to liked, get a new one. I've liked two of them. I'm just saying, like, in terms of the time they've spent on a character. Hulk? Three, I think. I don't know. I, I don't remember from seeing any. The of solo Hulk movies were bad. Everyone and uh, no one debates that. I just think that Marvel having Marvel Studios, it's one studio that's focused on making this whole Marvel Cinematic Universe come to life. They have a trajectory and they're following it throughout all of them. I think it's just easier for them to have the overall concept and make sure that everything fits is up to par. So I will give Suicide Squad this. I did like the little tidbits that they put in there that you saw a small link to Batman vs. Superman. The tiniest little shit. Well, you're supposed to, though. I know, but they, they even had the f- char- the kid playing Flash... In that movie. I understand, but you said yourself, it says based on characters from DC. It's not like DC Studios made the movie. Right. I think that's hurting them in the end. Yeah, they probably... It's hurting them. They'd have to start a whole new fucking... I mean, do they have DC Studios? But Man of Steel was only like four or five years old. They should have done that before they did that fucking shit. Good artists borrow, great artists steal. You see what's working for Marvel. Just start your own goddamn thing. Control everything. Make sure it's exactly the way you want it to be. Make sure it's good. You're done. Time out. <laughs> I don't know. Those are my thoughts. Not being a comic book knowledger. Uh, just being a big movie and superhero fan. I, uh, I want yeah. more Joker. I, I want was, more Joker. I would love a Harley Quinn Joker movie, just the two of those guys. Jared Leto and... Just the two of them. Jared Leto and uh, Margot Robbie. They were good. Butt cheeks. Yeah, so it's good. You uh, said something about not needing a full movie for each of them. I agree, but at a certain point, it'd be cool to have a movie about someone that you don't know anything about. Wonder Woman? Yeah. I'm excited for that, but I think comic book people know a lot about about her already. I'm She's talking about a long time. more like Ant-Man. Like, I feel like they pulled this character that the general population that know about superheroes never even heard of Ant-Man. Black Panther? He's about to get his own, too. Yeah. Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange. That comes out this Is that year. This year, right? Holiday? Like two months. Oh, boy. So at the end of the day, yeah, Suicide Squad was unfortunately a big letdown. Jared let down. <laughs> he God. did great. I'm just kidding. He did great. I'm I, still kind I of struggling. I don't, I'm not going to say he did poorly, and I did like his performance. He did I, great I need, for the character that they made the Joker to be. I need this time. to sit down and just study what he did with the Joker. You know what's funny is, or what's uh, terrifying <laughs> is, uh, 
That part or where both. he's where, where he's sitting in his own loft or whatever, yeah. and he he does that laugh around when he's laying on the ground. Yeah, with all the knives and everything. I, yeah, I was so confused by that scene because he's mad. He's actually upset and angry because he like something went wrong. Well, that's the perfect issue with the plot and the editing. It's like that if you just saw the big slowly upshot of him laughing around all the knives and stuff. That's the Joker. But what happens right before it is like, uh, they got Harley at this prison. All right, well, go get the car. <laughs> like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Cars. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> the vehicles are so weird and funny. And he has knives all around him. Go get the Lambo, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it just did not make any sense at all. <sighs> Struggles. This episode Better sucks luck ass. next time, DC. <laughs> better, uh, luck, better luck next time. So, recap. Kenny Baker, R.I.P. Suicide Magic, Squad, R.I.P. Suicide Squad, fuck. Magic Hat, goddammit. Uh, Electric Peel, R.I.P. Rogue One trailer, number two. Beauteous. Beautimus. Maximus. <laughs> you, you know someone's crushing it, and it's Disney. Disney and Star Wars. I feel like we talked about one more thing in there. Han Solo movie. Hell yeah. Bring we'll it on. We'll see. I'm I'm one thing at a time with Star Wars. And it's never never going to be for the next fucking 10 years, but I'm focusing right now all my innards on uh, Rogue One and that looks fucking glowingly great. Yes, it does. Very excited for that. We'll uh you know, have more info about Rogue One in our trailer break now. You can watch on our YouTube channel. Check that shit out. Enjoy it, cherish it, love it and show your friends. And besides that, we are the Rogue Squadron Podcast. Yeah. I'm Commander Cody. I'm Mopar. Make sure you uh, subscribe to us on iTunes if you're listening on uh, Twitch right now. And vice versa. Oh, yeah. You can you can follow us on Twitch. Yeah. That's actually a really good idea because you get uh, notified when we go live. And you see everything before anyone else. We record, well, today's an exception. It's Sunday. But we usually record on Wednesday evenings. And if you watch us live, you'll see the episode before it even goes on iTunes. Well, the shit varies, man. We're, we're recording all over the place. So just follow us on Twitch and you'll be notified when we go live. That is true. Um, and that's it. Good day. Galaxy. Galaxy.